The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. Folks, it is Friday evening going into Saturday morning, and I hope everyone had a fantastic week, and I hope you have an even better weekend. Hopefully, you'll have some time to spend with the family, with the kids, with the grandkids, whatever it may be, whatever your situation may be, or just getting some alone time, some downtime. Maybe sit down and start to work on your goals, on your current options, on solutions to get there, to reach those goals. Maybe start to figure out, hey, I don't like those options I have. I'm going to start to make some changes so that I can have better options. And so that's what I'm going to work on a little bit this weekend. Today, I got all tied up. I'm working on some business stuff behind the scenes here at the Dustin Gold Standard, some expansion that we're going to be doing, sort of a new business model for 2023. Since we've got a few months behind us now in the show, I understand how the podcasting world works. As I said, I came out of the YouTube side of things, uh, producing for a content creator over there. That's what I was doing before this. So I am now uh, starting to figure this out and I'm going to see how this works going into 2023. We've been growing consistently, which is great. I want to thank you all very much for that. You're obviously sharing the show. I had some people reach out to me saying they listened to uh, the episode about the journey that my wife and I took going into the Rockefeller Medical Industrial Complex. So a lot of people listen to that. And I'm very happy if I can provide you guys with information, intelligence, research, analysis, dissecting the plans of the elites, and then sharing my real-world experiences with dealing with them, and then also with how I plan to escape the matrix, then I feel like I am doing my part, ladies and gentlemen. And so uh, I worked on that today. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff. I have mentioned over the last number of episodes about releasing some of the video side of this show on YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, and uh, what's the other one, folks? Rumble, Odyssey, and BitChute. BitChute. And so we are going to start doing that. And don't worry, the folks who have subscribed over at pain.tv slash gold to get the ad-free video version of this podcast, we're going to be releasing the back live. So now that we're over 100 episodes, we're going to start releasing one a day of the Dust and Gold Nugget and then the corresponding Dust and Gold Standard on those video platforms to start to reach more folks out there. And because the shows are pretty much evergreen, I think I can release them, even though it's going to start three months behind. Um, I think that'll be okay because I want to get this information out to as many people as possible. I feel like I've done a lot of work here, a lot of research, and it needs to be shared. And hopefully we can make, wake up more people and then bring them over to the community at pain.tv slash gold. So we're going to 
going to start doing that, I think, January 1st. I'm in the process of developing the publishing timeline. It's going to take a lot of work because I have to go back and re-edit each episode and balance the audio in a way that I wasn't doing before. And so I need to uh, develop a new streamlined system here. It doesn't run on artificial intelligence. It runs on dust and gold intelligence. So that's what I was working on today. Uh, I'm in the process of talking to some possible uh, sponsors for this show that could help kick us off a little more. Uh, another marketing plan. Uh, to, to help us grow. So that's what I was doing today. Didn't even have time to cook. Didn't have time to make bread. Thank God my mother-in-law here from Poland made me breakfast this morning. And so that was really nice. And then for lunch, I had leftover turkey soup that I made the other day. And it just gets better with age, folks. This soup is delicious. And then for dinner, uh, we made a homemade pizza with some leftover thanksgiving ham a little mortadella tomatoes mozzarella cheese and some basil so that was actually really good ladies and gentlemen so i'm recording this a little later than i normally do uh, because i had so much to do today and then tomorrow unfortunately i'm going to be stuck trying to finish up these business plans and then hopefully start to work on some personal life stuff today my wife and i gave uh, willie g his first real bath we have one of those old fisher price baths with like a hammock inside of it for the baby and so we did that she was so proud of it so we washed him down cleaned his little butt crack and uh it was great he's having a fantastic uh, fantastic time right now he didn't cry at all so he loves the bath uh we offered to give one to my mother-in-law but uh, she declined she declined <laughs> all right folks so that's it on the personal front uh to everyone who has left a five-star review and a comment at apple podcast thank you very much if you haven't please do so yesterday we had our largest day ever largest day ever of people listening to the show which is amazing but i need you guys to convert that over into either leaving a five-star review at apple podcast or purchasing a subscription to pain.tv slash gold, where you will get uh, access, obviously, to the ad-free video version of this, the Dust and Gold Standard, and the ad-free video version of the Thomas Payne podcast with Mike Moore, and on Fridays with co-host Maria Albanese, a personal close friend of mine. She is Auntie Maria to uh, Willie G., Willie G. William Christoph Gold. We call him Willie G. He's a gangster, yo. He's a gangster. So uh, join us over at pain.tv slash gold. Also, if you'd like to leave a donation to the show, help us grow a little bit quicker, you can do that at donorbox.org slash Dustin Gold Show. All right, folks. Where are we? We are in the middle of discussing universal basic income and i'm going to show you how that ties into central bank digital currency we're dissecting the financial side of the technate all right of the technate and trying to understand exactly how this systematic control of the means of production and the distribution of goods and services as written about by technocracy inc back in the 1920s and 30s is going to work how it's going to work and so i shared this show with some personal friends of mine who follow a little bit of what i cover here but they're mainly on the wwe side the fox news side of 
politics. And so I had told them they've heard about CBDC because it's been mentioned on mainstream news. And Glenn Beck's been talking about it, really started to push it a few months ago. And so they heard a little bit about it. And I said, well, I'm really digging into this. I'm showing all of the tech companies uh, and those folks behind this, working with the Bank for International Settlements, the World Economic Forum, United Nations, World Bank, uh, and those folks, the International Monetary Fund. And so I told them, you know, UBI is going to be tied into this. And they said to me, oh, come on, you know, you're crazy. I said, well, do you know that universal basic income is being tested in dozens of places around? the united states right now and they said no it no really i said yeah well i said you could read this article from the washington post and it talks about a lot of the programs not all of them they all the washington post is fake news uh no it's not this is not fake news this article that we're reviewing folks it's real news and unfortunately folks on the right side of the aisle people that we would think would be our allies won't take the time to read something like this so i told them i am reviewing the article in full at the dusty gold standard so if you don't want to read it you could just pop on the show while you're driving around or while you're uh, raking the leaves or shoveling your driveway, depending on where you live, um, you can understand that this is actually happening. It's actually happening. The UBI test or the so-called experiments, as these folks that are the social engineers are calling them experiments, are going on. And all this data is being collected on people's habits, how they're spending the money, when they're spending the money, what kind of effects it has on them, what kind of things, things the government could make them do in exchange for that cash, seeing if they spend it faster, if they have an expiration date on the money. Oh, yeah. All. All this stuff is being measured and tracked. So universal basic income will be rolled out. And we're going to finish talking about that. And then I'm going to show you how it ties into central bank digital currency. Some of the stuff that, and I really don't talk about President Joe Biden, but some of the stuff that President Joe Biden is looking at. You know, he put a big digital currency executive order into place also the transhumanist executive order so he is advancing the ball and so this is what we're going to go over today and as i've told you before this is going to lead us back into consensus which is the software company one of the main software companies that is working with the world bank as well as bank for international settlements on developing blockchain technology that overlays on top of Ethereum and then working with all these private sector partners like Visa and MasterCard to help roll out central bank digital currency faster. Uh, And this is actually happening in real time. So we're going to get into that. And then we're going to look at some of the panel discussions I've mentioned a few times here uh, coming out of the World Economic Forum, United Nations, World Bank, Bank for International Settlements and International Monetary Fund. So you can see what those folks at the tip of the spear are talking about and how quickly they're advancing it. Now, Wide Awake Jim. And you should check out the episodes we did with him, episode 80, that's four hours going through the climate change hustle. And then episode 88, which was a follow-up to 80, that was a two-hour show. Jim started sending me his document dump uh, yesterday. And oh my God, folks, there's literally... I don't know what he sent me, 200 documents. And he says to me, uh, Dustin, 
I know I always come prepared with an outline and exactly the order we're going to go in, but I have no idea. Can you help me go through this? I'm like, Jim, how the hell am I going to go through 200 documents? I've got 50 documents sitting on my desk for future shows coming up that I have to go through and understand. I have documents I'm finding a half hour before I record that I'm working into the shows. And so 200 documents, I mean, how are we even going to cover all this stuff? But he said to me, if you think that you have uncovered some stuff over the last four or five episodes wait until you see the information that i have and i said all right jim well as long as we can tie all this together because my goal with the audience is to start to figure out a timeline based on all these data points that we have all the white papers all the research and be able to come up with a timeline on when we realistically think that this stuff is going to be rolled out and when it's going to affect certain groups of people. Like I said, social security, disability, welfare, that kind of stuff. And so Jim said to me, well, I think it's going to take at least a generation or more before they have the full-blown international central bank digital currency rolled out across all 194 target countries and working cross-border. Um I understand where he's coming from with that, and we'll discuss it live on the show. But I think that they're going to get it done quicker. I don't necessarily believe that they need to have 194 countries interlinked and all the cross-border stuff working. I don't believe they're actually building uh, a completely unique new infrastructure to run this. I think they are going to do it through partners like Visa and MasterCard, and they're going to use existing financial structure to move the central bank digital currency around. But we'll go through that with Jim. Maybe he'll prove me wrong. I I hope so. I love to be wrong. I wish I was wrong about this entire thing, and we were living back in the days of uh, the pioneers, but unfortunately, that's just not the case, folks. I mean, I was driving around. I had to run out today and do a quick air, and I had to return an Amazon thing to the UPS store and run into the grocery store to grab a battery, and so... It was good because I hadn't been out of the house for a couple of days, so I needed to drive around and get some sun. And I was thinking about it. I'm saying, you know, everybody is sitting around complaining uh, about the system we live in, but yet we're willing to keep on voting to put people in charge that we think are going to fix the system we live in or they're going to manage the system that we live in better. Because even if we go back to the Trump days and you think the first three years of Trump, the last year obviously was COVID land, the high school theater production. But if you think the first three years of Trump were good or ideal, were they your utopia? I mean, the technocracy was already here. It was already coming. You just didn't know about it. And that's what set us up for COVID land, the high school theater production. So we complain about this system that we're living in, yet we continue to participate within the system. It's kind of confusing, folks. I started to write a monologue about it, which I'm not going to cover tonight because I actually want to expand on it and finish working on it and then deliver that as a monologue. Most of the stuff I do here is right on the fly, but other stuff, sometimes I put my thoughts down. I record it into my phone when I'm driving around. It gives me ideas, but 
I just was listening to people in the grocery store for a couple minutes, just complaining and complaining. And yet, uh, somehow we think this is going to fix itself. But yet, these people don't understand what the real problems are. Where here at the Dustin Gold Standard, you do. You understand the real problems. And when we get back, we're going to finish up discussing this problem coming our way, universal, basic, income ladies and gentlemen i'll be right back this is dust and gold with the dust and gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dust and gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dust and gold standard on pain.tv Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. I am Dustin Gold. Remember, folks, a few episodes ago, I shared my plan for solutions. It was a five-part plan. One, educate yourself and others. Two, insulate yourself and your family three separate yourself and your family from highly populated areas densely populated areas four congregate with like-minded folks build a community of like-minded folks around you whether that be your neighbor or whether that be friends you have across the country or people you met at pain.tv slash gold but find a community of folks that you can actually get to know you know over the phone on zoom stuff like that i mean maria albanese and i are friends we don't live next door to each other but build that community and five accelerate you need to accelerate accelerate these plans because they are moving at warp speed the enemies the technocrats well right here we're focused on educate yourself and others i think what we're doing here is explaining a lot of the problems a lot of the pieces of the technocracy that we're living in and moving into uh in more detail I think than others have. And so once we get another, say, 100 episodes into this show, we're going to understand pretty much how this entire technocratic system operates, what the transhumanists are doing. I mean, they're moving at warp speed. So I heard someone say before, well, we will be the most educated slaves that ever existed. Well, we might not have to be slaves if we're educated. All right, because we might be able to break away and free ourselves, or we may be able to learn how to skirt the system and work around the system. But if you're not going to educate yourself, I don't know what you think you're going to escape. I don't know how you think you're going to work around this if you don't actually understand what exactly it is. And every show that I do here, at this point, at this stage in the Dust and Gold Standard, I'm educating myself. I mean, I knew about universal basic income and central bank digital currency, but not to the extent that I'm learning about it now. And so if you're going to formulate a plan to try to work around it, I think you really have to understand how deep it goes. Now, obviously, when we're talking about these subjects, you know, we could spend 5,000 episodes training ourselves to be a cbdc coder that's not going to do us any good but we sure as hell will know how the rule book works won't we i mean if you're about to jump into a baseball game don't you want to know the rules before you walk out there with a glove or with a bat 
you know, if you're about to get into a UFC mixed martial arts match, don't you want to know if you're allowed to punch someone in the groin or bite them before you get in there? No, you want to know the rules. I want to know the rules of the technocracy. Uh, And when we look at the history of technocracy and eugenics, and then we look at where it is today and transhumanism is, I think we can figure out exactly where they're going with it because we understand what the initial goals were. Now, they are following those original blueprints. And as I've said many times, the difference now is they actually have the technology in place to be able to implement a lot of those dystopian Uh, authoritarian plans unlike ever before all right we're back here to the washingtonpost.com i'm just going to pick up where we left off yesterday the last paragraph it says in march 2021 the researchers released preliminary data from the first year of the pilot while their first peer-reviewed paper is still in the works their self-reported results showed an unqualified success more than 50% of recipients and they could pay for a four um, more than 50% of recipients said they could pay for a $400 emergency expense in cash compared with 25% before the program began and 28% of the control group recipients experienced statistically significant improvements in their mental health as determined by a common test of psychological well-being and as i mentioned in the close of yesterday show so what are they they're forcing these people that they have on this uh ubi test pilot to take psychological exams right so giving them a few hundred dollars a month is helping out uh their psychological problems i mean come on folks it's so ridiculous goes on to say importantly for tubs and this is michael tubs of stockton the former mayor there So importantly for Tubbs and other politicians looking to sell conservatives on guaranteed income, the study found that Seed, that's his program, if you want to learn more about it, go back to episode 101, found that Seed participants were more likely to find full-time employment than members of the control group. Recipients spent the biggest share of their cash on food, followed by other merchandise, utility bills, and gas and car maintenance. Less than 1% of the total allotted funds were used to buy tobacco or alcohol. Quote, honestly, I don't think Seed could have done any better, end quote, Klein says. Quote, I'm astounded at what a small little demonstration can do, end quote. Now, what I'm guessing here, folks, is that when they gave them their money on a card, right, they're obviously able to track all of the items purchased on the card now people must have had to opt into this somehow because they're literally spying on you so let's say they give you a pre-loaded amazon card with 500 dollars a month right and then you go out and you spend all that money on stuff and less than one percent of that was used to buy tobacco or alcohol so you were letting them buy tobacco or alcohol if they wanted now if they knew that they were being tracked and spied on, as I said, there would have to be some sort of informed consent here. Uh, You're signing a contract to let them spy on you. Uh, I don't think you open this up to letting them spy on your 
regular checking account, you know, separate from this program. So if you were afraid that you were going, and I'm not saying this is true, I'm just making a point here. If you got a free $500 gift card every month and you knew that the prison wardens giving it to you were spying on your spending habits, would you not use that card to pay for food and your utility bills and your gas and car maintenance? And then you would use your other money to buy your booze and your tobacco. I mean, that's just the way that anyone would do that (laughs) i mean think about it folks think about it a year later data from a dc-based guaranteed income experiment showed similarly promising results see this a dc-based guaranteed income experiment everything is an experiment how do you like having experiments conducted on you The experiment of putting a brain chip in a human's head. The experiment of giving them universal basic income and then tracking their spending habits and seeing if they'll jump up and down and dance like a wild monkey for us if we tell them to. I mean, you remember the brain chip experiment that Elon Musk ran? The uh, monkey mind pong? The one that we showed even though two years ago when he launched that to the public, it was already done by the government almost 20 years earlier. Well, every time the monkey actually move the ball around inside the mind pong they let it drink its banana shake out of a straw and then if it won they gave it an actual banana that's us that's the people here that are connected up to the universal basic income tokenized gamified um ubi that's how it works it goes on to say thrive east of the river provided fifty five hundred dollars to 600 families in ward eight during the pandemic either as a lump sum or as five monthly payments all right so they either gave them fifty five hundred dollars or they gave them eleven hundred dollars over five months okay Allow the pro, uh, although the program was too short term to measure effects on employment, Urban Institute researchers found significant positive effects on recipients' mental health, food security, and ability to meet their children's needs. Thrive wasn't part of the mayor's consortium launching guaranteed income pilots, but policymakers embraced the Urban Institute data as an important part of the overall work. Just all these experiments going on. Let's hand out free money to people and then track them and see what they do. Quote, even my staff cautioned me about being so optimistic and confident, but I was going to bet on people, end quote, Tubbs said, tilting back in his chair in the messy shed-turned office that sits behind his home in a historically black neighborhood of Los Angeles. The seed results, quote, were particularly vindicating because everyone was like, quote, we need cash, end quote. But there were all these racist tropes. And the opposite of all the tropes is what the data showed was true, end quote. The question Tubbs and his allies did not originally confront, however, is what would happen if they showed that guaranteed income works, but still didn't convince enough lawmakers to support it. Toward the end of 2021, guaranteed income advocates got a harsh lesson on the limitation of data when it comes to winning the hearts and minds of policymakers and voters. I mean, no one has explained where the money is actually coming from yet, right? I mean, it's all imaginary money. We live in the world of monopoly money, whether that is the fiat 
printed paper money today that they just print on a printing press whenever they feel like it and put it into circulation. Whether it's the, the digital money in circulation today, which is just a spreadsheet that you look at uh, as far as your checking and savings account goes, you know, or whether it's your PayPal account or your Venmo account or your Google wallet or your Apple Pay, whatever that may be. Um, or it's your uh, crypto wallet, your Coinbase, with all your digital currency. I mean, it's all monopoly money. The issue, though, is that in the system we live in, and even when we move to CBDC digital currency, it is still piling debt onto our kids, grandkids, and you know, infinite numbers of future generations, turning them into debt slaves. They're born into debt slavery. Years ago, I had a spreadsheet I created, and it showed something like every child born in the United States was born with something like a million dollars in debt on their head already. I mean, it's insanity. It's insanity. goes on to say, earlier that year, in response to the pandemic, President Biden had signed a dramatically expanded version of the child tax credit. Suddenly, parents would be paid as much as $3,600 per child per year, up from $2,000. But there was a bigger change, too. The money became fully refundable, meaning parents would receive the funds even if their total tax liability was lower than the credit itself. Historically, the poorest one-third of parents didn't benefit from the CTC, that's the child tax credit, because they pay the least in taxes. Now they would receive an extra several thousand dollars a year delivered monthly, essentially a small guaranteed income. Scholars called it one of the most important moves to fight poverty since the creation of Social Security. Now, let me just explain this real quick. Oh, yeah, one of the most significant moves uh, to fight poverty since the creation of Social Security, right? Where the government steals your money, tells you they're going to invest it for you, and then you're going to get a guaranteed pension from the government. Of course, that system was broke going back to 1960. They stole all the money. There is no trust. And the whole idea of the New Deal, which was a major tenet of technocracy, was to slap a Social Security number on every man, woman, and child here in the United States. What a rotten scam and what a complete and total lie. Here's the other part, though. What they're saying is, let's say you don't work, all right? So your tax liability, let's say, is zero. If you have five kids, right, the government is going to give you, give you, like in a form of a check, $18,000, right? Because you're going to get $3,600 per kid times five, eighteen thousand dollars so you have zero tax liability but you're going to get eighteen thousand dollars in the mail what does that incentivize people to do to keep having children and not working of course that's what it does see all of these programs the government creates are social engineering now why would you want a system like that at the same time you're complaining about overpopulation and you're complaining uh coming out of the eugenics movement that the good stock here in the country isn't producing enough people to work inside 
of the system. See, this is problem, reaction, solution as well. Go back to Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood. She couldn't automatically start selling abortion to people. So what she did is she promoted the free love movement to get women to start having unprotected sex and welcoming men to come and do that. And then once the women got pregnant under the feminist movement, then they would say, well, don't let a child ruin your uh, career in telecommunications. Just have have an abortion and that's how they sold it so they're always trying to increase uh the population to then sell us on ideas for overpopulation which leads to depopulation folks this is engineering of humanity out of existence these people know exactly what the hell they're doing i'm sorry the show isn't on this but i had to point that out because you can see right there this is what welfare and all this other stuff does is you're promoting people to have children out of wedlock and keep paying them to do this Uh, by giving him money and encouraging him to do it. You're paying people to do things. The government admits, it's admitted to in this article, we covered it yesterday in episode 101, they want to give people UBI, universal basic income, in order to change their habits and shape their habits into what the state deems to be fit. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. My name is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 